Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Hey, friends. We have a bunch of new hot and tasties coming out in the next few months, so keep an eye out for us. Uh, we also may be coming to a city near you. Um, upcoming dates, TJ's going to be in Des Moines, uh, The Funny Bone, the 3rd through the 5th, Pittsburgh Improv, the 11th through the 13th. We will be together in Miami at the Improv, the 18th through the 20th. Uh, he'll be at the Toledo Funny Bone, the 25th and 26th, and we'll be together again in Raleigh, North Carolina, at the 31st of January through the 2nd of February. And uh, I'll be in Salt Lake City at Wise Guys, February 14th, that's Valentine's Day, and Ogden Wise Guys, February 15th and 16th. So come on out and say hello. We appreciate that you're still listening, and we love the 12 and a half. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Exciting to be here in Dallas, Texas. Your part now. Come on, you're from Dallas. I thought you could do better than that. You're like, I don't know how that song goes. It's a little dated. Who shot Dr? That one's very difficult. Uh, it's great to be here in Dallas. How about them cowboys? Uh, it's exciting. Yeah, a couple people don't like them. Uh, hook em horns. Yeah, it's exciting to be here. Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, we have a large uh, group of, from the 12 and a half here, I presume. Uh, how many by pause are, are with the 12 and a half? Uh, okay. For those of you that didn't clap, we have 12 and a half listeners. And uh, uh, I can see some of the halves are here. If you guys keep eating, you're going to be more than half. So I want you to just kind of chill out a little bit. But uh, it's great to be here in Dallas. And, you know, the one criticism, and I mean, people love the show. Let's be real. It's one of the most popular shows in all of comedy, but 
One of the things that people are frustrated with on the show is there is that you know the selection process for who my guests are um, is not as democratic as some people would like. Some people think that you know I'm a little biased about who I have on the show, and uh, you know that it's a, a little bit too selective. Uh, it's an elitist show that it only allows certain people on, and I don't really, I really, I take umbrage with that. I want the show to be something for everybody. And so tonight, we're going to have, uh, we're going to play a bingo game, and the winner is going to uh, be on Cashing In with TJ Miller. And uh, you guys have your bingo cards? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we're going to play bingo, and we're going to make things a little bit more uh, democratic this time. The winner gets to be on the show, and I'm looking forward to have a brand new guest. Uh, that's excited to be here because I don't really I don't appreciate all the criticism I've been getting in the media about the different guests and uh, our guest and uh, how elite it is so here we go you guys ready okay get out your cards we're gonna start off with B17 B17 okay see people nodding their heads We've got N99 Oh, okay, yeah, I know a lot of people want to do the show. I think see, I can tell people are pretty pretty upset they haven't gotten it yet. Uh, okay, uh, I-57. Oh, yeah, more people have been eliminated now. I-57. I uh, G-122. Wow, yeah, more people were just eliminated. Uh, let's do, I, I think we're down to the wire here. Uh, o, you guys ready for this? O, 102. Bingo. Oh, do we have a bingo back there? Bingo. We got a bingo. bingo. Oh, this is great, we have a bingo. Come on up, we have a new guest on Cashing In with TJ Miller. This is so exciting. Yeah, we got a bingo. Uh, he's making his way to the stage. Looks like a tall guy uh, with a beard. I can't really tell. I'm over here. Yeah, I'm over here. I'm over here. Okay, I'm, o I'm over here. Okay, looks like, wait a second. Ringo! Who the? Ringo! That looks like. Ringo! Bingo! Bingo! Uh, it's over here, sir. The bingo. bingo. I'd like you to be a guest. Bingo! On cashing in with T.J. Miller. Bingo! Yeah, can you come over here, sir? Bingo! Yeah, it seems like he's bingo. looking for something. I'm not sure what's going on. Bingo! I mean, a lot of people can't really see what's happening, but there's a man walking around the crowd. Yelling out. I mean, excuse me. Are you saying <laughs> Ringo? Are you saying Ringo or Bingo? Bingo. Are you saying Ringo or Bingo? What? TJ? What, what the? the? Who the? Who the? Here's the who? The Sneeches? The Sneeches? Dr. Seuss? The Grinch stole Christmas? What are you doing here? Where the sidewalk ends. The road not taken? It's Bingo. Robert Frost? Robert Frost? <laughs> Catcher in the Rye? 
J.D. Salinger? Horton Caulfield? Holden, who's the what? Horton, here's the Holden. <laughs> Horton, here's the Holden Caulfield? What are you doing here? Bingo. Huh? Bingo? You got bingo? Ringo. What Ringo? Ringo. What, do you mean, what do you mean Ringo? Wait a second. I've lost my dog. No, there's no R's. I've lost my dog, Ringo, so I was... I well, there was no him. R's here. There was no R's on the... I was doing I, bingo. Oh, that's fine, but I was looking for my dog, Ringo, named after Ringo Starr, with two R's. Oh, so you lost your dog, so you're not even here to play the bingo game. No, 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 no. Oh, I, wow. That's why I was yelling, Ringo. Well, this is Because I was looking for my dog, uh, Ringo... Okay, so I, I was carrying this bingo card that I'd written the name of case. the dog. Yeah. Just in case you found a bingo game. No, just to remember what his name was. Oh, bingo. Okay. Yeah. So and wait, your dog. He also he answers to bingo. You're living in New York City now, is that and correct? And he also answers to Gringo. Okay. <laughs> so I was yelling out Ringo or Gringo, and also Bingo. Well, so this is a very this is really awkward, yeah. But serendipitous instance well, in our lives. Yeah, this is very this is serendipitous. Has anybody seen in every my sense dog? Of the word. No one. No, but I have bingo. No, but you have what? I got bingo. You got bingo. You get bingo. Okay, we're gonna have you be a guest. But before we do, you just this isn't even a bingo card. You just. Wrote down the numbers he called out. <laughs> this guy expected to come up here and I got, I got all the numbers that you said. I Just, like yeah, but I like your enthusiasm towards being on the show. You tried to sneak into the I show, didn't you? I think he's a goddamn liar. You're saying <laughs> I'm keeping this. You lost privileges with paper. <laughs> well, you know, while you're here, Ringo. You know, while you're here. Maybe you should just do the show. You want to be on a you want to be on a podcast well, with me? Well, I'm going to wait here until my dog comes and I got to be honest with you. Now that I think about it, I'm not sure if I had a dog named Ringo that I lost or I wanted to buy a dog and name him Ringo. Well, it gets confusing sometimes. So either way, yeah. I'm here for the night. Well, do you guys mind if TJ Miller does the show? Yeah? Really? Oh, wow. Well, I mean this is so fortuitous. I mean, you are one of my favorite guests that have done the show over And years. I brought my Topo Chico. Yeah. Yeah. Topo Chico. <laughs> Let's do the ah. show. How have you been, buddy? How have you been? Effervescent. Yeah. It's very refreshing. You're asking me how I've been? Yeah, how have you been? I'll tell friend? you how I've been. How been Topo again? Chico. <laughs> That's what I've been doing the entire time in Dallas Fort Worth is just yelling, Topo Chico. Topo Chico. How many drinks do you I, have I in went your in, pocket? I've you just got, pulled another drink out of your I've pocket. I've got Aloe Chico. Aloe Topo Aloe Chico. <laughs> Aloe Chico. Topo Chico. Well, Listen to the name of that. Topo Chico. I was yelling in a gas station last yeah, night. Yeah, you were. I go, you, you guys have Topo Chico? I thought you had a dog named Topo Chico that you were looking for. That's Turned a stupid name thirsty. for a dog. <laughs> Ringo's not the best either. Ringo Starr with two R's. <laughs> Let's do the podcast. So there's no though. copyright infringement. So we're in Dallas, Texas together. This is exciting. Home of the Topo Chico. <laughs> if you guys think you're tired of me saying Topo Chico now, wait for five minutes from now. And then wait for another ten minutes from then. 
and then go back to five minutes before that ten minutes, which is five minutes after the original five minutes. Woo! Topo Chico! Do Tip, you, uh, top of the topo. Top of the topo. Top of the topo Chico to you. I had some last night. That's to how me, I say good morning. It's more than water, isn't it? It's more than water and it's less than beer. And that's their slogan. Yeah. No, their slogan is um, Topo Chico. They just say the name. I mean, it's... I love it. I'm going to get it shipped to New York City. What do you think about starting off the show like we normally do with the uh, triple banger lightning, lightning round? round. Uh, you didn't wait for me to answer. Triple banger lightning Tri- round. Triple banger lightning, lightning round. round. Uh, question one. One. Question one. And, uh, I, yeah, I told him. He, he said, he did say, he said, about how long. We do, we have our sound guy this time. Right as the show was, what do you say, 20 seconds from starting? Yeah. yeah. He said, I'm going to go get a dolly. Yeah. And I said, and I And he know just why. went to go get a dolly. Not a, not a child's doll. That would be, right. I got to go get my dolly or I'll be afraid in the dark sound booth. No, he went to get a dolly and then he and came then we back were, in time and then he said, how, about how long till the triple banger lightning round? I said, between five and 15 minutes. He's gone. He's he, now, left. he went to get the dolly. I think he's playing with his dolly in the house. <laughs> triple banger. <laughs> It was such a weird thing. It was we, like, uh, we always applaud. With the 12 and a half, I feel like we always applaud for less than competence. <laughs> like, that's how low our standards are. We're like, he did it. Too late. But there's no too little when it comes to too late for the 12 and a half. True, it's, right. al- it's always enough too late. Next time somebody says too little, too late, be like, or just enough too late. Now that I hear the response, don't say that. <laughs> True Brent Lightning Round. Topo question. Chico! Round number one. Round one, round one. Uh, Triple Bang Lightning Round, sponsored by Topo Chico. Round one. Uh, Triple Bang Lightning Round. <laughs> Topo Chico! Uh, when determining how long to microwave your meal, uh, do you check the package or just listen for when the food explodes? I, I check the package, but I also get, uh, yeah, I think that was, I check the package. Do I don't really, wait for it to explode. Do you really check the package? I didn't know anyone Are you that. saying that it would, oh, I understand. This is much more yeah. uh, nuanced than yeah. I understood. Oh, yeah, a lot of nuance So on let's show. take, yeah. you're talking like a Hot Pocket yeah. or a burrito. You often eat right. burritos from right. gas stations. Right. That's true. I don't know if you knew that about Cash, yeah. but he'll eat a burrito right out of a gas station. And he right ate, we pump. ate at a gas station last night, right out of right the pump. Right out of the pump. I don't He'll go put in his zip code and the fucking burrito will pop out. And then, Do you know that place where you put your card? I just eat a burrito right out of there. That's <laughs> I mean, the I yeah. And then I, mean, I wash it down with a Topo Chico. Topo Chico. Um, Topo Chico's only two sixty nine a gallon here. Uh, <laughs> Big Abe, the bodyguard, was like, he kept talking about how cheap the gas was here because he loves driving. Yeah. And I mean, he was like, it's like Christmas. It's like a kid and Christmas. He goes, bro, you know how much gas is here? 269, bro. I pulled up. I was like, fill her up. <laughs> I just love a guy going to the thing and be like, 269, fill her up. <laughs> but uh, so you're saying 
Put a microwave burrito. You call him Big Abe. I call him Honest Abe. I feel like that's been putting a lot of pressure on him. He's both. Yeah. Oh, you call him Honest Abe? I call him Honest Abe. I call him Big Abe, and he calls himself Try Not to Fuck It Up, Abe. <laughs> it's true. I'm not lying No, I don't you. ever know how... The cook sequence, I don't know how long to punch in. I just listen for it to pop, and then I run to it as quickly as I can before but it so explodes. Th- that actually makes perfect sense. Does everyone sense. else do that? I'm bringing up Twitter yeah. for Tweetalize there. It does? You do it? Yeah. You do it okay. that way? Yeah. And you can't. You, no one has time to be looking around. Because you know what? They don't factor in the strength of your microwave. If you have a microwave from, say, I don't know, 1954, so before you know, it was invented, you know, <laughs> then those cook a little bit longer. If you right? had obtained a time machine and, you go, and went yeah. back to before microwaves were invented, invented only a single microwave, <laughs> then brought it back to the current time and said, this one's from 1954, people are like, what? We were still listening to the radio then. <laughs> Um, then yeah, you would listen for the pop, but you so when it pops, you're like it's done. Yeah. How many people do that by round of applause? Very few. Yeah, I'll, I'll sort of check it. I also have another technique, which is to not eat burritos from gas stations. Is <laughs> another way that I'll know that it's done. You're a for instance, I'm done eating those forever. Is one way that I do it. <laughs> now there was one night where many years ago where. TJ and I got kind of pretty lit up on Topo Chico's. Topo other Chico! Different, other different refreshments. And we walked Topo over to a gas Chico. And I, I was starting to spin a little bit. There's no beverage that has a funnier name than that. Except for Michelob Ultra, those fucking and it was losers. Very, <laughs> and it was very... They can suck this Crisco cock. <laughs> no, but it was very touching because you were a friend that was trying to take care of me because I was spinning and I thought I might... Throw up or something. He bad felt like happened. he was spinning. He wasn't was going 360 spinning. degrees over. Right. Right. I felt like I was spinning. And you, uh, you were the one that put a big giant uh, burrito in my hands. Yeah. And forced well, and me also to eat it. You had smoked, because you said this is going to. You had smoked a little too much marijuana, I think. In a legal city, county, and state, and um, you had to drive back to Manhattan, and, and you know, you said I can't drive, and I said, well, let's just start by getting you a burrito from yeah. a gas station, and we walked to a gas station, got a burrito, and I think that helped you a lot. So you are pro burritos at gas stations. You just don't know it. I mean, you don't do it just for yourself. Just not for me. For you those who the, for those, those who will kill it. themselves in a vehicle yeah. if they get into it. <laughs> But I remember you were going to sleep over and you actually might have taken a little cat nap after the burrito, but then you were fine. Yeah. The burrito was big. It was it about was, it was, two yeah. or three of them would have been the size of his torso. <laughs> and I'm not talking upper or lower. I'm talking full torso. <laughs> People don't talk about the torso enough. They're always talking about the they're upper torso, to, actually, the lower torso. They're going to talk about the torso today. We have a lot of torso material. We've got a lot of torso jokes. We do. We were, I, 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 not, I jotted down a bunch of torso material. But uh, for I don't example, you, why don't example, we say, hey, you know, my torso kind of hurts today. Can we say, sit this one out? Well, Triple Banger Lightning Round, question two. two question two. 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 Uh, and this is about the torso. Overalls. Because uh, not really. I mean, overalls. I'm oh, you really of, do have torso material. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm always prepared for what may happen. And then I just scroll down in my... Rolodex of comedy, and I which find is the directly torso above his torso, right above my torso. Overalls, because uh, overalls only cover your bare arms and necks. Uh, 
Uh, I'm seeing a lot of, you know, it's, you they see only a lot cover of, you your bare arms, arms and your necks. They don't cover your arms and your because necks. Because that's an important distinction yeah. because otherwise you've seen overalls that none of us have ever seen <laughs> because they are overalls. a turtleneck of denim that then goes over your arms and then your torso is naked along with your genitalia, your thighs, calves, and there are little denim patches over the knees. Overalls, more like overmosts. Yes! Or more like hillbilly tuxedos. Now, I like overmosts. <laughs> hillbilly tuxedos is just like, could be a mean thing to say. Uh, nice tuxedo, you hillbilly! We're headed to a barrel wedding? That's a wedding where instead of formal wear, people wear barrels. Yeah. And if they're tired and pass out, they just let the destination come to them. Yes. Most often, those are executed at Niagara Falls. The barrel weddings. The barrel weddings will happen. And if you guys, uh, for those of you who haven't listened to the show, TJ and I went down the Niagara Falls in a barrel. We went over it. Actually, he went down in a... Is it a Viking ship? No, a penny farthing that was in a Viking ship. It's not a Viking ship. It's a very complex show that uh, is a a large waste of time. Yeah. (laughs) But I'll tell you this. uh, Overmost is really funny. Like, I think I'll start saying to people, I like your overmost. And they're like, my overalls? And I'm like, well, not your shoulders or your neck. How about this? How about torso pants? Ah, I like torso pants. Overalls or... I'd like to just get... uh, I think overalls should be called torso torsos. Over torsos would be like a leotard over is denim. To, over torso torso legs? What? Over torso legs? Over torso legs? Yeah. For overalls? Yeah. No. Overmost. No, overmost. I can feel okay. that this audience is over all of it. <laughs> what a fun afternoon. Sleeveless jumpsuits. Uh, two shoulder straps attached to a, a couple of bags of denim. That your body fits in, all hyphenated. Cloth, cloth big bibs, cloth, cloth bibs. bibs, big cloth bibs, pant <laughs> bib, adult, adult cloth bibs, pant bib, one lazy onesies, <laughs> strapped onesie cloth bibs, fuckwad hillbilly white trash redneck turtle bottoms, <laughs> hillbilly onesie bib. Turtle bottoms is pretty good. Turtle bottoms, that's not bad. Turtle bottoms would be everything that below your neck is completely covered, including like mittens that are attached to it, and that would be a turtle bottom. I'll tell you, we're we're really kicking into the meat. Turtle heads is just a, a turtle head is just a complete cloth covering of your entire head with an exposed neck, and then you can wear overmost, and then you got a chilly neck and shoulders, where the rest of your body's hot as a ham sandwich and... It's just popped out of its damn microwave package. Every time we do a show where, say, half the crowd isn't in the 12 and a half, they're not familiar with the podcast, I look out into a sea of very troubled faces. <laughs> See, I look out, people are like, what have we gotten ourselves into here? I what are they talking about? It's all going to make sense. It really is, especially once we get to the triple banger lightning, lightning round. round. Question, question three. Question three. three, three. Uh, what's the f- most appropriate thing to say when flirting with a flight attendant? Okay? Now I'm going to give you a few possibilities. It's very perfectly okay to flirt with a flight attendant. Uh, You're not allergic be- to nuts, are you? <laughs> That's a good one. I'll be servicing your beverage cart. Well, don't, don't take off. Rather than vice versa. I, I have a few of them written down here. Uh, how about... Uh, Somebody got their wings. <laughs> Why is that weird? 
Wait, does that have connotations <laughs> with children or something? Why did that... That really came around I mean, to be like, a, oh, was you crossed a line on that wings one, buddy. That was why... That was Apparently why. you haven't been in the air long enough to know that that shit's not acceptable anymore. That, that felt like when I said hillbilly tuxedo. What was I supposed to just go straight to the cockpit? <laughs> no, that's good. You want to go into this pit of cock? I got a pit full of cock over here. And then you just show her a... You've, you've brought dirt and you've sort of dug a hole in the dirt and you have roosters in there. This is my, this is my cockpit. Yeah, I didn't understand and that. And then one either. of them pecks your damn dick. All right, you look so at her and say, there's more where that came from for the roosters, not you. There's a list of choices. And then here. he's like, sir, you need to put your seat up. <laughs> your seat back and your tray your table back. need to be okay, stowed. Okay. That's, you're, you're taking all the, the choices away from I me. Found, I found a stowaway in my tray table. All right, I'm going to start doing a few. And I'm yeah. talking about my vagina. <laughs> okay, here's a couple choices. Let's see what... And you point to a cat, and she's like, you mean your pussy? And I'm like, tisk tisk language. <laughs> so you see there's a lot of options if you're coming on to an airline attendant. Uh, one of them would be, uh, you had me at overhead bin. Yeah! <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Do you think this will fit in the overhead bin, ma'am? I, oh, it definitely will? Okay, great. I, I Could know. you hang it up in the closet up there? If your closet's big enough to fit on a plane and if, put if your a penis plane, in, if a plane that's, a, that's, fit, a, if there's an that's a reasonable bin. size closet. Yeah, yeah, that's a reasonable size closet. If you can fit a, an Airbus inside your closet, that's a big it's closet. closet. Your that's closet's a big closet. Too uh, I know we just met and the doors aren't closed yet, but would you be comfortable dimming the cabin lights? <laughs> for, for, a, for a bit of mood lighting? Or instead of dimming the cabin lights, say, could you put on the mood lighting? The mood lighting? I can't speak for my chair, but you have me in the upright and fully locked position. <laughs> okay. I don't want to be too forward, but do you know what gate we'll be pulling into? And by gate, you know what I'm talking about. And that is <laughs> Ladies, where the take a break. <laughs> Fellas, you know what I'm talking about. Jetways, take a break. <laughs> Terminal <laughs> 3, you know what I'm talking about. Jetways, take a break. Um, I don't want to be too forward, but what kind of load-bearing weight do these tray tables accommodate? Because... I'm going to put... Never mind. <laughs> never mind. Uh, when is the beverage service going to start? When we get this thing up in the air, how about you put your feet up and I'll provide the in-flight service? How about, is this a cashless flight? Because if there's Wi-Fi, I want to tell you that I can afford the snack box. <laughs> then she's like, uh, I have answers to those questions, but... You can't possibly be coming on to me, can you? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Topo Chico! I can see your Topo Chico from here. <laughs> um, that was all the possibilities. Uh, I, think we, I think we ran the gamut of things you can say to a, an airline attendant. Madam, does this plane have windshield wipers? Because that would look really funny. I don't want to be too forward, but do you mind if I come to your forward cabin? No, it's okay. Some of these won't work. 
I still don't understand why airplanes don't have more, more wheels. What? For the takeoff. <laughs> How many wheels does an airplane have? I think two. Well, four. Four, right? Not two. two. Not, yeah. Not, yeah, that's a whole different type of travel. That's a, that's a, that's a unicycle airplane. That's a, a hand glider has two, I think. Do they have four or do they have three? They have five? Five Six. wheels. Ooh, we got a fight brewing. It just that guy's weird. like, what are you, trying to take my wings? Ooh. I've always thought that 18 wheels on a truck is, is more about the ego of the truck driver than the actual wheels that you need. I mean, we've talked about this. A limo has four wheels, and it's just as long. It needs a wheel in the middle. It's sagging sometimes, but they never put the wheel in the middle. They're proud of their lack of wheels. A plane is super long. I would love to be a 19-wheeler. Yeah. Be a truck driver yeah. driving a 19-wheeler. And that's just an 18-wheeler. And then I put a wheel on the back that just spins in case I want to do a wheelie and it goes too high. You ever do a truck wheelie on the way to fucking? For those of you that haven't heard the podcast, I do fucking till I truck. He fucks till he trucks. And then I'll truck again until I get back when to the fucking. he's not trucking, he's fucking. He also loves to hang and dangle once in a while. I got a 19-wheeler. He'll, he'll hang and dangle it. You get this guy to a dock, he'll hang it and dangle it. At a truck stop, if somebody says, what is that, an 18-wheeler? I'm like, obviously, you haven't been around back to see the single useless wheel. Three snaps and a butt clap. <laughs> Daddy came home for Christmas. Daddy came home for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, she's been laughing at that one lately. That one uh, for I'm years. I'm gonna say that this, this Daddy came home for Christmas. Actually, that would be a good way to uh, come on to an airline attendant. Daddy came. <laughs> to say, Daddy oh. came home for Christmas. Like, are you saying that you're married with a child and you're going home I'm for in Christmas? Fully upright and locked position. That was the winner. Yeah, yeah, that was the winner. Triple bang lightning round, auxiliary round, auxiliary round, auxiliary style round, triple banger auxiliary round. Auxiliary. What an afternoon! Tobo Chico! Uh, flamethrowers. Fine for open carry? Because flamethrowers don't set people on fire. People do. People get set on fire or people set people on fire? Flamethrowers don't set people on fire. People do. If I ask another question, will you look at the paper again and say the same? <laughs> Why don't we have open carry <laughs> flamethrowers? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I think because, well, it does make sense. If there's any place to have open carry for flamethrowers, it would be Texas. Yeah. Specifically, Plano, Texas. I thought you guys would, I thought you guys would applaud at that. I know that Texas likes the open carry, so why not flamethrowers? I'm not sure the people it's here people love the open carry. people that set people on fire. What? I'm not sure the people in this room did they turn off the air conditioning? <laughs> that was a scary moment for me. Did they turn on the flamethrowers? Uh, so I, I think, yeah, perhaps the people in here don't love the open carry. My question is, Plano, Texas. How often does it sound like they're saying, I'm just from plain old Texas? <laughs> is that a lot? Where are you from? Plano, Texas. Yeah, sure, Texas, but where in? Plano, Texas. <laughs> 
Do you know there's a Paris, Texas? Yeah. Wow, has that been a letdown for quite a few people. <laughs> We're going to Paris, baby! Yahoo! And you get there. Fuck! <laughs> well, we'll always have Paris. And the woman's like, I wish we didn't. Let's move along to where were you? Where were you? Where were you? It's a section we like to call, where were you? I think where, yeah, there you were, is. wherever I you he was are getting now. A dolly. Where were you? <laughs> That's where he was getting a dolly. That's we've how many been, dolls he has. He needs a dolly for all those dolls. We've been in Texas. Uh, TJ and I both decided to not eat yesterday uh, for as long as I. Oh I mean, yeah, I, I, got I wondered if you wanted to talk. I got about yesterday. This. Got in the, got up. You know, the crack of dawn. Took my kids to school. Then I uh, flew. Came on to the airline attendants, and I showed up here. <laughs> Uh, all I had eaten all day was a banana, and when I got here, they were like, we're doing barbecue tonight, so don't eat too much, so I starved myself. Crack of dawn yeah. is going back to sleep, spackling the crack. <laughs> right, if you get up at the crack of dawn and you decide to go back to sleep and sleep in, are you spackling the crack of dawn? Mm, go ahead. Something to consider. That's more of a masker's question. I think it's a triple banger light around auxiliary style. Auxiliary style. Okay, nope. so, so, so I decided, I, okay, I'll hold out. All I've had was a banana today. I'm going to hold out. We're going to eat this, uh, this barbecue thing. And so, at, you know, we went about 6.30. We went to a barbecue place, which is the tastiest barbecue place in all the land. It's called... Uh, Billy's, Billy's Oak Ridge Oak BBQ. Ridge BBQ. It is delicious. It's, it's unbelievable. So good. And they brought us a giant... Uh, platter of food. And I can't now, when we over, say platter, it I would mean, not like, have fit on this circular table. And for yeah. those watching at home, you should be listening. <laughs> those of you reading the transcript, we always send out a That guy came in late, <laughs> but he came in strong. And by the way, no dolphins were killed in the uh, making of this podcast. That was just uh, enough too late. <laughs> Coming in hot! Coming in hot! Seconds after everyone else got it. Daddy came home for Christmas. <laughs> but he was first in on the Plano, Texas thing. <laughs> Got to keep it Texas-centric for this gentleman. In, yeah, he lives in Paris, you know. Do you live in Paris? You do? Do you tell people I'm from Paris? Rarely. Rarely? He's like, rarely do I talk about myself in public. Um, I would use that all the time. I'd be going, I, 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 I'm, I'm from Paris. Paris uh, is the home of nothing. Whoa. Is that on the sign? <laughs> Tell the, the tell the French that. Actually, don't. Don't talk to them. They're rude and terrible people. Is that on the sign where you get in? It says, Paris, home of nothing. No, it doesn't even say that. It just says, Paris, home of... And then there's just a blank space. You know, you know what Plano's slogan is? They have is? the Y full tower, which is just a silo filled with sand. And you're like, why is that so full? The tower? Yeah, the Y full tower. Oh, shit. Do you know what Plano's slogan is? Plano, go around... Plano, Texas, not just Texas. <laughs> a lot of these I'll stand by, I'll give it air to breathe, and then you can laugh or I can feel bad. You decide, okay? That's on you. That's your decision. So we, so they brought the food out. It was, it was, uh, and then you can explain what they had in the middle of the food. They had yeah. Like a, they had like a big bowl of. Uh, well, so the the, the platter had. Uh, sausage and brisket and ribs and um, 
uh, pulled pork, and then there was a big pot in the middle filled with a white liquid, viscous, and <laughs> black gold, <laughs> Texas tea. <laughs> So it was a <laughs> so it was a <laughs> I really envisioned yet. I, I really envisioned that song when I did it. I don't know if you heard the start of the show, but I envisioned that song. You guys I was just going crazy. He knows the Dallas song, and yet all of you are like, "What the fuck is he singing?" <laughs> well, it's not. No one has watched Dallas, Dallas in a pretty long many time, years, but they do reruns, right? Nope. No, no, no. Uh, so I. Uh, anyway, go on. I think it's on Hulu, but who the fuck watches Hulu? Uh, <laughs> there's some people in here that are like, that's not funny. I watch quite a bit of Hulu, actually. It's my only prescription. Don't you mean subscription? No, I need it. <laughs> I need my Hulu. It's doctor prescribed. Um, that's great. I think so, a lot of people should mix up prescription and subscription. Subscri- subscri- take your time. Subscription. I think some people should use prescription because they can't next say time, subscription. Sometimes, next time I'm at my doctor, I'm going to be like, I'd like a subscription to uh, Vicodin. Subscription <laughs> to Vicodin. And if you think I'm not saying that correctly, it's because I don't have enough Vicodin. <laughs> <laughs> um, viscous yes. white liquid in the middle yeah. of this meat Black platter. gold. And I said... <laughs> Texas tea. <laughs> So I said, <laughs> so I said, what, uh, what is this? Is this cheese? And he looked at me like I was a damn fool from Paris, Texas. And I, I, he said, no, that's gravy. And I went, you put gravy on your barbecue? And he was like, no. And he goes, well, looking at me again like I was a Parisian Texan. <laughs> and I said, you put gravy on your barbecue? And he goes, no. That's for the chicken fried steak. And I looked and I couldn't see any chicken fried steak until I realized it was hidden under the other meat, peeking out like, I'm gonna make you sick soon. And so there was chicken fried steak under the sausage that she had to dig for. There was, there was. And uh, yeah, we ate and then I'd say minutes afterwards we regretted it. That's what I say about Texas cuisine. It is the most delicious cuisine that you immediately regret afterwards. Well, it made me understand. It's regretfully delicious. Never forgetful. Always regretful. (laughs) Texas, not Paris. In Paris, instead of crepes, they have craps. And not the good kind. It it made me understand wearing overalls. (laughs) In Paris, they call... Croissants, what the fuck are you talking about? Get off my lawn before I unload shotgun shells on your damn dick. Don't mind that I don't have a gun. I can throw hard. This here's Paris, Texas, sir. We all wear berets, not cowboy hats. And by berets, I'm going to stop. I was going to talk about them wearing the knife that goes on the end of the... Yeah, but that's a bayonet, so I stopped short and then went ahead and explained what I was about to do, thus nullifying my uh, previous <laughs> subscription to not doing that. You know, uh, Cashing with T.J. Miller is your subscription to laughter, and our prescription is listen to another show. And uh, no, so Cat, I want to tell all the, the people watching at home that, again, this is a podcast. You should be listening to it. Yeah. 
Um, but specifically, that I think Cash is a, and I want to say this in a very positive way. Yeah, this is going to hurt my feelings. He's, and, uh, but he's a little bit. Anyone ever says that? He's like, a little bit self-conscious about this podcast because there's a lot of people that are from the twelve and a half, but there are quite a few newcomers uh, to the podcast, and he's kind of feeling like maybe this is a confusing and difficult experience for you, where you feel like your wings have been taken away, and I want you all to know that. Um, you can, you, you're okay. I think, isn't everybody enjoying it even if they're confused? Are you guys having a good time? Yes. <laughs> so don't worry about it. We don't no, need to push, we don't need to tell people jokingly to listen to another podcast. There aren't any other podcasts. <laughs> they literally have no other option but to listen to this one. <laughs> um, I... Hey, I always like to announce when I'm not culturally tuned in. <laughs> hey, 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 what's Netflix? <laughs> whoa, 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 remember when you were talking about Hulu? I know what Topo Chico is. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. Pa- I'm not, oh, okay, all right. Continue. Please, finish your thought. One thing I can tell you about podcasts is we can edit this part out. (laughs) It's like live radio, but you won't be in it. (laughs) No, we love that you came. What is better? Hold on and let me compliment you, or you're going to prove that I should not be complimenting you. Hold on. I promise you, if you're quiet, you're going to get a compliment. Okay? Uh, we love that you are still so young-spirited that even at 50, you were like, I don't know what the fuck this is, but we're going to go and see it. And so can we give them a round of applause, and can you guys notice that Big Abe is right there? So those two things combined should get a quiet time from that table. Continue. Sorry. Last time I saw you, uh, my kids came to the show, and they saw you perform comedy your comedy styling. And I want to say time. that seeing Cash with his um, kids was really an amazing experience. He is just so buoyant and jubilant and effervescent, like Topo Chico. And I think just in general, it was really wonderful to see you guys. And K8 came and she was playing with the kids. And uh, I did a little magic for the little buggers. Win, of course, my godson, the better of the two children. And then the other one, I can't remember his damn name because he's about as forgetful as Texas cuisine is regretful. I'm TJ Miller, CNBC DD, GR5. <laughs> anyway, so TJ did a set, and the kids were watching, and then they got, they, we all played afterwards. Kids get in the car, and before they fell asleep, because they fell asleep really quick, because it was very late for kids. Um, I asked him, I said, what was your favorite part of the show? And both kids are like, I, we love the dream thing. You have a bit about dreams, which is, and kids were just sort of discovering what dreaming is like. So they were, my kids were five and eight, and they were like, uh, you know, this is, we love the dream part. Really? And then one of them, I think it was Wynn, said. It was definitely Wynn. If it was Wynn. good, if it was bad, <laughs> it was the because, other thing. Because actually, Dada, I mean, I like the dream thing, but. I love the farting noises that he made. And Chance was like, yeah, that was the best. So I did, I, I said... So it was I, the farting noises. But I, yeah. I, I don't make farting noises in my act. I don't stoop that low. I just play the slide trombone backwards. But uh, that's true. You'll see tonight. So, um, but I, I said we have 
two kids in the audience, so I'm going to add some, some comedy that is just for them. And so the joke that I added, I said, if you ever see me doing this, that's a joke for the kids and not for adults. And like what's happening now, no one laughed because it's ridiculous and not funny and there's no clever aspect of it. Hell, the only people that would get that joke live in Paris, Texas. <laughs> and, uh, and, and they, but they, I guess I, they, that hit home with them. They loved it. They loved the, uh, the farting noise. So it's great that you were able to adjust your act in such a way that you know, it would appeal to older people and younger people. But I, I had never, I, I don't have sort of a dirty act. I don't get up there and talk no, about Crisco no, cock and putting my dick on a tray table, you know. <laughs> That's on the Dig, digging a hole in a mound of dirt that I brought on it and on the plane and putting roosters in there and saying, this is my cockpit, sister. Go ahead and put your vagina in autopilot because this isn't going to be a good experience for either of us. I am about as impotent as the city council of Paris, Texas. I am sorry to insult your municipality, but it is... Right for the picking. <laughs> Do they have an Eiffel Tower there? Do they have a... Uh... Well, the cowboy yep. Really? really? Yeah. Okay, all right, buddy, That's relax. <laughs> that was really weird. And by the way, it's a fucking red cowboy hat. Ever seen one of those? That's for queer eyes from the straight guys. <laughs> That's for the straight guy's eyes kind of go... <laughs> you do have an Eiffel Tower. Really? And it's, it sounds like with the red uh, cowboy head, it's quite an eyeful. Uh, you know what? Fuck three of you and the rest of you are right. I'm sorry about that. I had to be aggressive to three of you, but I will agree with the rest of you that I should not have said that. But if we go back and regret everything that we say, we might as well regret every meal we've had in Texas. That was like a gravy boat, but it was just a gravy zeppelin. Disgusting. Delicious. <laughs> regret. We're, we're talking about where we're. Chicken we? fried yeah. regret. Yeah, chicken. Yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you go out for Halloween? Did you have some Halloween fun? Wait, can we talk about when. You, you, he had this revelation. So I can do some table magic because I'm a clown yeah. and I belong to the, uh, the Magic Castle. Uh, in Los Angeles, which is a private club for magicians. And uh, I got in, although I'm not a magician, I can do um, cigar box juggling, which is a type of juggling that very few people can do. But that W.C. Fields, whose son or grandson is a great patron of the Magic Castle, uh, W.C. Fields sort of originated uh, uh, cigar box juggling. Certainly in the United States, he popularized it. So I, I'm able to do that. So they accepted me into the Magic Castle, so I can do a little bit of... All of that was bragging right, for so no reason. The, uh, he brings the kids over, and he's got a couple cool tricks, right? He's got parlor right, tricks, parlor. they would call he's them. He's got a trick where he pulls a pencil out of his nose and out of his ear. The no, kids I are put losing it, That's mind. not it at all. No, I no, put no. it into my nose, okay. and I pull it out of my mouth. Okay. I like that you were like, he puts it in his nose, and he pulls it out of his ear. That's impossible. <laughs> I'll show him right now. Okay, okay. This is going to be good for the, for the podcast, yeah. For the people that watch Wait, the I'll, podcast. I'll help people imagine <coughs> at the podcast. So Wynn's five years table? old. Wynn's watching, and he's, he's So this is the old. pen. Yeah. That's a pen. That's with the sound of a pen right there. Okay. Ah! Ah! <coughs> 
There's a fair amount of people in here that are like, what just happened and how did it happen? Some people are like, I've seen that before, but a lot of you are like, what the fuck just happened? And that's kind of what Wynn was like, well, right? Well, I mean, when you're five, Wynn now has just come to the conclusion because there's no other alternative. Ah! Wynn just flat out believes that TJ is magic. I mean, there's no other conclusion. He can't. I bent and I bent. You ever see somebody bend the, the, the knife or the, the knife and then be able to immediately make it unbent? You guys haven't seen that either. Can someone bring me well, a? Can someone bring me a? Uh, can I just set up this story though? Can someone bring me a knife? Uh, give well, a round of applause for all the servers that have been yeah. working this afternoon. And if you could bring me a knife, I just found an audience that has the belief level of so, five-year-olds for magic. But, you know, that, that was what was interesting is TJ does a couple tricks and then he goes, now bring me a knife. And he did just what he just did now. And I was like, what if TJ's not good at this trick? Do I want him to have a knife around the, the kids? And uh, they no, brought that a is, knife. I don't know that that's going to that work. That made me nervous. Made me nervous. Why don't you hold up? That's Randy who owns the clubs. Why don't you hold up the knife that you brought me? Just a fucking That's what I was afraid of. A, a knife from Halloween. Here, bring it over here. This is what I was afraid of. Because TJ goes, bring me a knife. Because he got real excited. The kids were into his magic. And I was, afraid, I was afraid this might happen. And I was like, you know what? My sons are a little bit rambunctious. I don't want them around a knife like this. A table knife works. Can I you can, do the I nose thing with this? No. The ear nose thing with this? What kind of magician are you? This one, ready? Okay, I'm going to step away. <laughs> You see it? Or is the Topo Chico in the way? Can you guys see it? See it? Yeah. <laughs> There's quite, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell the listeners exactly what's happening right now. There's quite a few people that are like, whoa. There's quite a few people that are like, I think I know how he did that. And then there are some people, including this woman right here, that's just like, why are we watching this? And then there's a few other people that are like, you know what? I'd like to try this Topo Trico drink. Topo Trico? Topo Trico. That's when you drink three, three, three Topo, Topo Chicos. Chicos. Yeah. Yeah! Three Chicos. Hey, guys, we're going to do essential questions of human nature now. Yeah? The essential... Essentially, this is essential questions of human nature. So, my wife got us a Costco card. Have you guys been over to Costco? You know, they sell Topo Chico there. They do. They, yeah, by the, by the barrel. By the crate. Yeah, the crate. It just occurred to me, because I had never been to Costco. I know that's weird. It's the truth, though. I'd never really gone over there. And it takes shopping, everything I hate about shopping, and it makes it much uh, worse. Uh, because I don't like walking around long distances to find things. I'm more of a going to a little you know, market and find what I want and leave. I hate the walking around and you've got, you okay? Were you trying to sort my arm up your nose and do that trick? So, so, but when you have a dolly for your stuff, when you need a dolly, it occurred to me while I was there, do you expect to live this long? Like, do you expect, when you, when you're, when you have a dolly filled with barrels filled with gummy worms, do you expect your life expectancy? Does it? Do, I mean, I think you we're assuming. To consume that. Yeah, yeah. I think we're assuming we're going to live longer than we are when we go to Costco. Would you agree? I think. Yeah, I think that you're definitely. If you go to Costco, you're definitely not living your life like every day is your last. You know, <laughs> like it's like there's that live every day like it's your last. That's that doesn't exist at Costco. You know, 
That's like live every day like the diet starts next week, you know? That's pretty good, right? All right, I'm going to use that tonight. If you guys were here and you're going to the show later, don't pretend like you didn't hear that one. But yeah, I mean, I think that's the problem is that not, because we went and we saw Free Solo. Have you guys seen Free Solo? Round of applause. No, you guys have to see it. It is, so it's about a mountain climber. Will you tell them what it is? You well, I wanted to finish the Costco thing, and then we'll do the... I think we should move on to the free... So- just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> no, I just, I, I just want to tell you one quick story. So I'm at Costco. I'm in the line. This guy's got a dolly filled with, I don't know, thousands of different items, barrels filled with gummy worms. Still put you and, uh, he goes, and he goes, and I go, God, that's a lot of stuff. Uh, you know, he goes, well, I like to store up. I mean, I, I grew up in a family of four, and you never really know when you'll see your next meal. Family of four? Uh, shouldn't there be? I, mean, I think you have. To, it has to be at least eight to say that kind of thing, right? When, I mean, like four isn't quite enough to act like you were it getting scraps does, at the end of the table. How old was that gentleman? Hmm. I don't remember. He was probably about twenty-five. No. Yeah. He was twenty-five, yeah. and he grew up in a family of four. Yeah. And they didn't know when they were going to see the next meal. He's, He's like because he, all of us suffered from day blindness. He's saying he just got enough scraps. Because he, I guess he had a brother or sister that ate a heck of a lot. And so now that he is he, he in charge of mention, shopping. All three of my siblings were wolves. <laughs> uh, that's ridiculous. Yeah, and when you see your next meal, doesn't work after the McDonald's dollar menu came about. <laughs> I just think that's true. If you can't scrounge up $4 for four items for your four daughters, one of which looks like a 24-year-old man, then you... You gotta get it together. <laughs> or move to, you know. Okay, so you were talking about the movie? Well, so we saw this major motion picture called uh, Free Soul. You guys yeah. should see it. It's, it's at the Angelica movie. Film Center, which yeah. is a great film center. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're very lucky to have it. We live near the one in New York City. But Dallas has uh, an Angelica Film Center. We went and saw Free Solo right next door. You had seen it before. I've seen it twice in 48 hours. And um, it's a trip. I mean, how would you describe it? It's amazing. Have you guys seen the uh, the promo for it, the trailer, whatever? It's, it's no, about clearly. a guy that free soloed. Uh, you know, he doesn't use any ropes, and he goes up. So that's uh, climbing toughest, a mountain without ropes. The toughest rock climbing mountain in the world. El Capitan. Uh, El Capitan. It's in uh, Yosemite. And if you've seen it, it's, uh, you know, it, it took them... I don't know, 16 days to figure out how to climb it with ropes. It's something like uh, 12,000 feet of sheer granite. No, it's, 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 it's not quite that. It's about a little under 4,000. 14,000. It's under 4,000 It's feet. over 24,000 <laughs> feet of sheer marble. It's as tall as the Eiffel Tower in Paris, Texas. <laughs> and uh, he tried to free... Do you guys so- use the, uh, the metric system in Paris, Texas? <laughs> Or do you just measure your actual feet and then walk around? <laughs> that, is, that should be an alternative system where you just, ever, where you just measure your feet. Like the, uh, yeah. You've got metric and you've got, what is the one with inches and feet? What are the, what's what that? Is that? Imperial. Imperial? The imperial method. Oh, that's a little hate. Like, that's a little much, don't you think? That's kind of the metric system being like, or you can use the imperial Death Star measurement system. Yeah, so there's the Imperial, there's metric, and then there should be the... Uh, Human foot system. The fit system, or the uh, generalization method, where you're just like, it's really long. <laughs> where you don't really specify I how like long that. it is. It's tall. I'd say you that's about say, as big as you can get. It's a lot of my feet. It's a lot of my feet. A lot feet. of my feet, yeah. 
It's about 20 of my feet. In the human foot system, you have to talk about your feet. So you're like, well, the refrigerator from here, I'd say it's about 13 of my feet, 12 of yours, six of my wife's. One my wife's got big feet. One Sasquatch foot. One Sasquatch foot. Yeah. Yeti. The Yeti. The abominable snowman. The abominable snowman. <laughs> what? Moon wizard. moon wizard. We talked about that. Yeah. Crescent moon. The breakfast pastry of moon wizards. <laughs> that is a joke that was only for him because he's such a fan of the podcast and it didn't hit with him. So that is a 0% out of 1% of the overall audience success rate for that joke. I am so sad. Um, so, so anyway, check the movie out. It's really amazing. It, it's kind of basically this guy, uh, I think it's one of the great human achievements in history physically, if not the greatest human achievement ever because for four hours he has no rope. If he, he makes one mistake, mountain, he'll die. He dies. Those are the stakes. And so even it has to other, be absolutely perfect. Even other mountain climbers couldn't really watch it uh, as it was happening. They had to turn away because it, you know, it, it's not a perfect thing. And it's really amazing. Yeah. He's not perfect. He dies. And uh, it's almost like an Olympic event, uh, maybe an Olympic skating routine where you're doing triple jumps every few minutes and if you uh, don't land one, you die. Yeah, instead of being embarrassed, you plummet to your own death and perish <laughs> among the trees and gravel below. And uh, I gotta tell you, I saw it, and how did you feel afterwards? Because Cash right afterwards sort of said, you know, this really makes you wanna focus, and what, were your, what was your feeling right yeah, afterwards? Yeah, no, it's inspiring, and you said, what can I do that no other person has ever done before? That's what Who I said thought. That? Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. I thought, what can I do? We all have probably one thing we can do that no other person's ever done if we put our mind to it. And we I, all have different talents. And I got out of it and I was like, I'm going to do 1,000 sets in 365 days. And yeah. so that's what I will do. Likely I mean. in yeah. uh, 2021, I have to do an average of 2.7 shows yeah. per day for 365 yeah. days. And I think that's a record that almost, I don't know that that can be repeated, and I don't know that my marriage can make it through that. <laughs> and for me, I decided, I said, I'm going to go to Texas and try to finish as much barbecue as I can. Immediate regret. Show. I mean, can and, we both tell them immediately, that? Immediately. We just, uh, about 10, 15 yeah. minutes afterwards, he said, that was a mistake. <laughs> and I was like, this is horrible. I mean, this was a... It was a really, because our bodies immediately responded. Our bodies responded. were meant to eat 17 different types of meats with the gravy uh, on an And then stomach. there was yeah. buttermilk pie. So there was a lot of pie, too. Oreo icebox pie. Yeah. A te a pecan, Texas pecan cake. Yeah. And then uh, peppermint rhinos. Just kidding. That's what somebody yelled. And he was like, you should go to the peppermint rhino, which is a strip club called Spearmint Rhino. And I was like, sir, you don't know where you've been going. It's called the Spearman Rhino. You've just been going to your uncle's garage and watching your step aunt nude dance. And then at the end, you get a peppermint. Or, or a Werther's original. When I like to watch nude ladies shake their thing, I go to the Werther's original armadillo in Paris, Texas. Let's move it along to a section we like to uh, call Tweetalize. It's sort of a working oh, title. Oh, God. 
Uh, yeah, we just it's a working title. Until they think yeah. of a better name for it. This is Tweedalize. There's a lot of different names for now, this If you're uh, listening section. for the first time, they yeah. were, you're watching at home. There's a lot of different uh, names for it. Now, and it's and all working one of my, titles. This is one of the parts I don't some like people, about the podcast. Some people like to uh, because refer there's a to it as, that as, really? as Tweet Hat, Tweet Hat. No one wants to be retweeted. Is it true that people are at home just singing along with it? Other people, uh, they like to refer it to a No one refers to it to that long What? Never has that mistake been made. But I'm glad because it stopped the falsetto. Uh, people have different names for it, you know. Some people. Uh, Cash Levy people writes an hour ago. I'm being uh, heckled by the sound guy. <laughs> He's never heard the show. He was clear about that. He's like, I have no I idea. I do what love to do. it. I did not ask just him to do this, but it's buttons. working out really well. Cash Levy, an hour ago, writes, uh, I've Sweet seen. Hat. Shit! <laughs> In the jungle, the mighty jungle, the lion tweets tonight. Really? Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 <laughs> An hour ago. <laughs> okay, you can eat. Yeah, what did I write? What did I write? I don't even remember. It's been so long. An hour ago. Yeah. Cash Levy wrote. I've seen some 10-gallon hats today. In Alberta, Canada, they'd be 37-liter hats. That's a great one. Did you have to look that up? Or did you just... Oh, I just know. I can you just did the generalized system. I can go system. imperial to metric in a heartbeat. I'll tell you that right now. Really? Yeah. Uh, okay, 20-gallon uh, hat. A uh, lot of feet, yeah. Feet. <laughs> a lot of my feet. Um, Cash Levy an hour ago wrote, uh, Topo Chico, where life begins. <laughs> And jokes end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I knew, I knew you'd be talking Topo Chico. He's been talking about Topo Chico the whole time. I track. fucking love it. He's, it's been part of, he, he, he honestly, and he gets excited about things, but he really did say yesterday that he's going to order uh, boxes of it to be sent to his house in New York City. Because and he's I that will. excited about Topo Chico. I think it's very similar to just water. No, it's more it bubbly. Out of, you know, you it turn has on the, the name Topo Chico. You know when you just turn on the thing like in the bathroom or wherever, and you just turn it, and then the water comes out. To me, it tastes exactly like that, except in a bottle. But you're very excited about it. Is that check correct? My, yeah, check my Instagram because I have two Topo Chico centered, uh, uh, two Topo Chico centered posts, okay, videos on the Instagram. 
Uh, one of them kind of goes like uh, Yeah, this. see what that is. Let me see. Oh, yeah, Topo Chico. Uh, 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 Topo Chico. Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 Topo Chico. Topo. Topo. And that is just a picture, a video of Topo Chico in the restroom of Bubba's Country Kitchen fried chicken. So yeah, I'm pretty excited about Topo Chico. I want to do one more uh, central question, if you guys don't mind. Uh, I would love that. I, I love it when people say uh, it beats digging ditches. They always use that phrase. Uh, yeah, Topo okay. Chico! Topo Chico! Topo Chico! So that's my version of the tweet a lot, so go ahead. So if I'm understanding this correctly, if I start talking, Topo you're going to... Yeah, yeah. Topo Chico! So that's what's going to happen there. Topo okay. Chico! You don't need the video to do that. You could just do that with your mouth right here. Topo Chico. Damn it. Topo Chico. Topo Chico. Topo Chico. Topo Chico. Topo Chico. And I just imagine there's one person driving who has a seizure, and this is the last podcast we're allowed to do. Um, it beats digging ditches. I just wonder when, if people that are, when people say it beats digging ditches when they're talking about their own jobs, if people that dig ditches, what they say. Like, what do they say while they're digging ditches? It beats what? Well, it's, it must be tough to go to a cocktail party or something as a ditch digger because then you say to somebody, uh, so what do you do for a living? They're like, well, actually, it's a funny story. I work in the morgue. And they're like, whoa, that must be interesting. It's like, yeah, sometimes it's tough, but it beats digging ditches. And then the person who digs ditches is like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and then they just go home and cry as they slowly dig their garden. There must be something that they say. Like, uh, it beats doing comedy in Paris, Texas. Come on, don't get down on Paris, Texas. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, I think it'd be funny if it was like, it beats... Trying to do a podcast uh, where in, during one section you're consistently forced to listen to a man sing falsetto songs based around the topic or theme of tweeting. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, now, I don't know. Do you think it's yeah. something... It, what is... I guess we can even open this up to the audience. What mm -hmm. is worse than digging ditches in terms flipping of... Flipping burgers. Oh, flipping burgers. No, because then you, can, you can't you can eat, eat the dirt. Yeah, you can... <laughs> At least you can eat the. At least the you can eat a burger. Flipping tricks. Flipping tricks. Flipping tricks. Says the guy back there who might want to be looking to make some money after the show. <laughs> Flipping tricks. As some would do after the show for fourteen dollars a tug rub. Studying something you hate. What is it? Studying something you hate in St college. Studying something you hate in college. Mm. You think it'll get you a future. No. Yes. Of course. Yeah, he, and I would love you to tell yeah, that to people who don't have access to higher education. <laughs> But do you have something in mind? Do you have a, what, what, what do you study? What have you studied that you hated? <laughs> I always yell things I mean, out that. High school, high different. Okay, high yeah, school. High school, no one likes high school. No one likes middle school, but. No, some high people like high school. Okay. Usually they have a sad adulthood. Yeah, exactly. Their life That's goes downhill. People are peak in high school, it generally. If you peaked in high school, something's wrong. Um, so uh, what did you hate studying in high school? 
Buddy, I'm going to ask you next time you talk to have at least one example prepared. <laughs> Better than being from Paris. Well, well Texas. Texas. <laughs> um, yeah, well, listen, I think that I've learned, and I don't know if you've learned, that we should never speak with the audience again during, during a live a podcast. podcast. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's good. We're going to move on to practical living in a modern age. Practical living in a in modern, modern age. age. Thank you very much. And he was like, nothing beats digging. Actually, he was like doing sound for Cashin with TJ. Yeah! Moore. That's a great one, yeah. Cash. Thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, um, looks like Daddy came home early for Christmas. To Christmas! Daddy Christmas! <laughs> no one's going to Christmas! 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 That's what haunts my dreams. Silent tweet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to do practical living in the modern age. Practical um, living in the modern, in the modern age. age. Now, we've talked about this, but I don't think we've ever talked about it on the show. Sometimes, and this is something really good, in, in a marital relationship, sometimes... Practical living in the modern age. Okay, so he's out on the dolly again, I think. Here's a practical living in the in modern age. In an inefficient age. and out-of-date way, we bring you practical living in the modern age. Yeah, sometimes you get upset with your spouse, and uh, what I do, I've been doing, and April doesn't listen to the show, so she won't know this, but I just, when she's not around, I just kick the shit out of her purse. <laughs> This and is true. Like, I'm not joking. This is like, true. It's like a pinata. It's just this. like, because she fills up her purse so big. And if I get pissed, I'll just, just drop kick it. Shit goes everywhere. And she'll be like, I, I wonder what's, what's I, all my, everything that was in my purse. She's a little bit, she's paranoid maybe that something happened, but she doesn't know for sure. She thinks maybe the kids dropped it. Or well, she, she can't imagine it. that her husband is secretly kicking her purse. I kicked the shit out of her purse. When I'm upset with her, and it's been great for my, it's been great for our marriage. So, just attack other people's inanimate objects when you're upset Rather with than them. Attacking them, that's right. a really good point. Right. I mean, get I, it out of your system. I don't know that I have many, but now that we're talking about it, because K8 doesn't listen to the podcast at all. Neither of our wives care to listen to our podcast. To our innermost thoughts and feelings. Uh, yeah. So I don't really, I would never kick the shit out of K8's purse. First of all, because I, sometimes I can't tell what is a purse and what's not within her wardrobe. Yeah, one time she goes, you know, this is modeled after um, uh, a, a carrying cage for chickens in South Africa. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, but you know what I'll do? She really likes uh, me to take off. She likes people to take off their shoes when they come into the, uh, the house because they've been walking around in New York City and who knows what's about And uh, so sometimes if she's not there, I'll just keep the shoes on, walk around, kind of wipe them into the, the rug and walk around on top of her pillows and rub, rub human shit on the bottom of my, the soles of my feet and just walk around in the sink. One guy goes, what? Uh, some of this is exaggerated, sir, but not the shit sink walking. Uh, 
No, but I'll do a little bit of that. I'll walk around with my shoes on because I don't really like taking my shoes off. But I'm trying to think about what else I could do when she's gone. Maybe you do the purse thing. It's good. It's very therapeutic. It really is. Maybe replace one of the uh, the Parisian perfume bottles that she has that you squeeze. Replace the squeegee, the squeezing bubble thing, with another one that has slightly less air. Cause fuck her. Adjust the water pressure so that it's slightly less because she can go to hell. I know what I would do to you. Open up a if I was married a vintage to you, <laughs> a thrift would... store next door and have a sale immediately. And as soon as she sees something she likes in the window, close down and burn the place for the insurance money. Then spend the insurance money on shit shoes that I use to walk the sinks of our house. If I was Kate, I'll tell you what I would do to you. I would replace, secretly replace your Topo Chico. What? With Evian. No! <laughs> with that crap Pellegrino. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you, I love Topo Chico. I like it more than Michelob Ultra. Wait a second, who the fuck wouldn't? <laughs> hey, Michelob, get... Michelob Ultra tastes like Nancy Grace's urine. <laughs> Hey, we gotta finish up with maskers. Uh, we gotta, we gotta, maskers. Uh, like eighty-five percent of superheroes, oh this is maskers. Wait, I'm gonna let him maskers. ask this question because okay. this, okay. this gentleman, what's your question? name? Sam. Just and Sam, saying along with your falsetto, Sam, why don't you read what you had written down right before I said what I had said? This is maskers again. No questions about masks, please. It is ask the masters. So we are masters of everything and jacks of no trade. And uh, which isn't a saying, and uh, and so you can ask us anything, but it's not about masks, okay? So go ahead and uh, tell us what you wrote down before I said what I said. Michelob Ultra, the Nancy Grace of beer. What? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> That's even more classy than the, than Nancy Grace's urine, but uh, yeah, Michelob Ultra is the Nancy Grace of beers, and Nancy Grace is the shit is the dog shit on a stick of human crap. <laughs> that seems a little redundant. I, uh, but when we started the show, I said, Nancy we're not gonna... Grace is a, bridge, a brick shithouse and the bricks are made of shit. <laughs> when we started the show, I said, you know, we're not going to do a show where we put down... Nancy Grace looks like a dog, a bulldog finger fucked a frog. And then both of them smeared human shit all over their faces and French kissed. So, when we started the show... What do you call a thousand Nancy Graces in the bottom of the ocean? What? Uh, fuck her, man. She's just, she's just a fear-mongering fucking... She's preying on the fears and insecurities of the American public. She's she a bad person. I do. I want to say something, though, about it. I had no idea when we started the show because I said, I, I don't want to show where we talk about celebrities or current events. If I had to choose between having sex with a hog or French kissing Nancy Grace, I would kill Nancy Grace with that hog. <laughs> but I want to give them a little background because I'll start singing if I have to. But uh, so... I was like, Once I looked into the asshole of a dead cow and I saw a vision that was Nancy Grace. 
but it was actually her. She had put a mirror in the asshole of a dead cow and was standing behind me. Luckily, earlier, I had been spending time with a mule, and so I instinctively kicked backwards and hit her vagina so hard it came out of her own mouth. But as it exited her mouth, I realized that it was a spider, a baby spider that gave birth to hatred, fear, and self-loathing. Anyway, uh, when I first came up with the concept that we would only rip on Nancy Grace, I had no idea you would take and run with it uh, to the level you have. I, I thought we just once in a while uh, mention that... When Nancy Grace drinks Michelob Ultra, it becomes human bile. That she then spits in the mouths of children who are less advantaged than us and don't have the opportunity for higher education. <laughs> All right, so let's take some maskers questions. Um, uh, Christopher Williams. Fuck you, Nancy Grace. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, Nancy Grace. Fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> Christopher William writes, uh, sharing tweets with a group of drug addicts Taking it to the tweaks? I think so. Specifically. Taking it to the tweaks. <laughs> I, I think that that's true the if they're math addicts. Huh? What? <laughs> uh, I think that uh, that's, yeah, that's true if it's yeah. uh, math heads, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Tweakers. Ben J. Vila writes beanbag chair full of frogs, toadstool. No. That would be a bar stool made of frogs. Um, Mazzy at A-Hole Sour. <laughs> right. I like to call people A-Hole Sour. You know, if you call someone A-Hole, that's a criticism, you know, you're being a little critical, but the sour gives a little kick, doesn't it? People are like, did you just call me A-Hole Sour? Anyway, someone's calling themselves A-Hole Sour here. Beethoven hasn't released an album in quite some time. Did he get cold feet? Did you guys see uh, Cash's tongue make its way out of his mouth and then slowly return to his mouth? He was like, Beethoven said it. I just thought that one was funny because what do you have to do as an artist to have people not make fun of you? I mean, it's been how many years since Beethoven died? You know, I always look at that before I start a show, but I, this was the one day that I forgot to look at Wikipedia to figure out how many days. But I'll, I'll do a generalization measurement. <coughs> many of my feet. A long time. Yeah, a long time. Crisco Lullababies. Oh, my God. Uh, Crisco Lullabies, maybe, uh, writes, appropriate thing to say when you discover a urethra. Eureka urethra or where are the eyes I don't think any of them I think it's urethra uh -huh. urethra it's a urethra Franklin uh, uh, what do you call a urethra uh, wearing overalls what hmm? Polesian Parisian? A Parisian? Parisian. He's going this, guy is, this guy swings full force, misses, and then bunts. 
That's the baseball metaphor for this gentleman. Parisian? You want to say Parisian? You're doing great. I'm serious. Uh, pool, pool noodle canoodler. Yeah. Which yeah. is one of the best handles I've ever heard. Writes, which form of transport... <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Uh, which form of transport should lift off... What is going on? It's contagious. It's contingent. It's a subscription prescription. You need a subscription. For prescriptions. Which form of transport should lift offer next? Hot air balloon or piggybacks? I would love to take either. A lift hot air uh, balloon would be great, but I think it would be incredibly expensive. But a lift uh, piggyback would be so awkward. Unless it was like Big Abe. You know what I mean? Like that wouldn't be awkward. But what if I showed up to your house and I was like, jump on, I'll take you half a block. I think traveling by hot air balloon would be fun. You know, your friends would call, like, hey, come on over to the party. You're like, all right, I'll be there in a few hours. <laughs> depending he's, on the wind. He's checking the wind after a strong suck of his thumb. <laughs> a strong. Madam, I, I applaud you. I offer you a strong suck of the thumb. <laughs> then you give the thumbs up, the wet thumbs up. Does Mm -hmm. Go on. Hybrid X Heaven writes, um, does flushing your pet fish down a toilet count as burial at sea for the fish? Mm. No. No. I think burial in the toilet, <laughs> which sounds much less. Speaking of fish, Danicus Grayson writes, monkfish, just a fish of prey? Just a fish? No. No. What, why? Oh, P-R-A-Y. fish. P-R-A-Y. Yes, yeah, I think yes. I think all of us were mistaken and didn't get that because it was a joke that only works if you read it. So thank you for, for reading that and really... Fucking that joke out. No. If the, cat dro if the cat drops a bad boomerang out its black hole into Rick Stevens' litter box, what sound does it make? Now that, you would have to have listened to every episode of the podcast twice to get what a deep cut inside yeah, reference that is. Cut. Even I would have to listen back. And, and I think, I, no, but I would, I would think the answer is, hee, hoo, ha, hoo, ha, hoo. That's the sound that it makes. Do we have any live maskers? Anybody? Yeah, yeah. Have you ever done a maskers at a masquerade? You son of a bitch. <laughs> no, of course not, because it's not about ma Well, I guess that question was about location, not masks. No. Next question. <laughs> no. I mean, no. Because if before or after you've put a handle on it? After. After? No. It's still it's, it's a still a pretty good ladle look right there. It's a better yeah. It's a better because we say anything that you attach a handle like this is a bottle, but if I attached a handle right here then it would be a not very good ladle, right? So everything is like that. This is like it, that's like it. Even an iPhone, when you attach a handle, it's just a very bad ladle. A worse ladle than a Topo Chico bottle, to be honest. And we've said that humans are ladles if they open their mouth and go like this. Yeah. 
And all things are also boomerangs, we discovered. We discovered a couple of things that everything is a boomerang. It's just that really boomerangs are the best boomerangs and almost everything else is a bad boomerang. Yeah, like a Topo Chico bottle is not the greatest boomerang. And that's a dangerous boomerang also. Piece of tissue, terrible boomerang. <laughs> Bouncy ball, pretty good boomerang. What? Oblong, yeah, oblong boomerang. That's right. Yes, that's the name of the episode. If you guys want to listen back, but also, you know, a hot air balloon's a, a boomerang, especially depending on the wind. You know, <laughs> actually, a hot air balloon is is a boomerang ladle, really. Because it Jesus, holds the That's people. true. Yeah, because it, it can wind can push it. With back. changing yeah. winds, a yeah. hot air balloon can be a boomerang ladle for a huge <laughs> Texas pot of gravy. <laughs> Any other? Well, any other live maskers? Yes, you, sir. Cacti. Cucumbers with attitude. Cacti. Cucumbers, cucumbers with, attitude. with attitude. Fuck yes, yeah. sir. That is yeah. right on. Yes. Yes, and a cucumber is a great. Uh, you know, it's definitely a boomerang. And also. if you pour, and if you pour vinegar all over a cacti, that's just a pissed off pickle. <laughs> Sometimes they're just for you. <laughs> you crack me up. That's why we're friends. I mean, there's really no other reason. Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yes. Earlier you were talking about horse hoes, and in Paris we've learned about fat hoes and fish hoes and even a few ass hoes, but we never learned about big words like horse hoes. Ass hoes, bitch hoes, <laughs> and what was the other one? The Polynesian guy is like, in Polynesia, they're talking about torsos. You know how in the Muppets they have like the, you know in the Muppets they have like the two grand, grand, like the two older Muppets that make comments in the corner? Yes. These are our Texas Muppets. Yeah. These are Texas weird, Muppets. They just say weird things And I just to want state. to say to you, with all of that, I mean, it wasn't quite there, but torso, so good. Torso far, so good. Torso far, torso good. That's, that's what I say when someone who I don't like has most of their body a long ways away from me. Torso far, torso good. <laughs> that was so complicated that a lot of you didn't care for it. Do you have any more maskers? Any Just, more yes, live yes, maskers? Live Remember, maskers. you can ask us about anything. You, oh boy. <laughs> motherfucker! I just realized that's about a band, so you're a okay. Um, I think that you would be more popular with your friends if you wore a mask. Oh. That's right, motherfucker! <laughs> I tricked you by saying it wasn't about a mask, and then I turned around and used a mask against you. And you know what mask you should wear that would significantly improve your appearance? The mask of Nancy Grace. <laughs> The hellish she-devil from the depths pits of the sixth circle of hell. May she die forevermore. Yeah, no, it's real. She's a bad person. I've said this before during this show, but uh, she once had a, um, a headline under her show that was like, elderly people being raped in nursing homes. That's it. <laughs> No solution, no nothing, just, was your day going well? Well, fuck you. 
right, one more. Do we have any more? Yes, we got one right here. And you know what? They would yeah. not have been as popular. Just like Kiss wouldn't be as popular if anybody really listened to the music. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, Gene Simmons. We were an extract together, but that don't mean I need to talk good about Kiss. So you can kiss this dick right away. Go ahead, sir. Is the past, past tense of bang bung? Is the past tense of bang bung? Bung. Is the past tense of bang bung? You really banged out that question faster than you should have. I would have bunged. He asked his friend, too. He's like, how did we word this? <laughs> and the guy's like, I don't know. I loved all my courses in college. <laughs> How could I possibly? No, I didn't take English. I didn't want to hate what I was studying. <laughs> bang bang. Yeah, no, I. I, would I don't say, know how I would to say yeah. no. Yeah, I'd say no. I would say no, but I do like that you asked it. Anybody else? Yes. If uh, who would win in a DJ battle, Rick Stevens and the Cat or Donkey and the Jeff? In a DJ battle, and both of them have to be pairs. Yep. I think <laughs> I think Rick Stevens and the Cat, although I don't know. It's it all depends on how well Donkey and the Jeff are getting along. Because Rick Stevens I don't think really has a lot of ill will towards the cat because the cat doesn't talk a lot. But Jeff is constant the Jeff is yeah, constantly Jeff. berated by producers if he interrupts Donkey. So I think it's I, I would say the Jeff is more likely to sort of bring up the rear with Donkey than Rick Stevens and the Cat. Yeah. Because Rick Stevens definitely has a serious rivalry with Donkey, and the Cat doesn't give a shit about the Jeff. Well, and for those of you that don't, uh, you know, you, you're new to the show. It's uh, you know, there's a radio show called Rick Stevens and the Cat. Yeah. That was the original. Coming up on uh, one hundred two point seven, the Rocker. Uh, Rocking back and forth slowly back, as the sun sets. Rocking the clock, two after the hour, 58 before the next hour. <laughs> Coming at you. <laughs> Coming at you. Coming at you. A non-stop, non-commercial block of straight commercials. We're in a 10-gallon. <laughs> no commercials in between the no commercials. commercials. Coming up on Rocker 108 The Rock. A rock block of all the songs you like and none of the songs you don't like. Don't get rock blocked and don't go to a roadblock when it comes to... Cock block and the We're rock dog. Cock block and the rock. This is Rick Stevens and the cat. And the Go cat ahead and really dock never. Your cock the at the cat, rock dog. The cat never really said anything. It just was Rick Stevens and the cat. Once in a while, the cat would be like, meow. And that was it. That's the cat. I'm Rick Stevens. And then people would call in and be like, yeah, the cat. It's so the great cat. to we hear you. Cat. So the cat, like, before going on tour himself, they had a second show that the, the one points to 2.7, the rock, and they were like, you know what? We got a. Uh, it was one, two, one or 2.5. Was it. Uh, well, it changed uh, yeah, terrestrial change, stations change, change depending terrestrial, on yeah. yeah, depending on which you know which network was on. But then people loved the show so much they came up with uh, Donkey and the Jeff. Yeah, where Donkey was the actual lead. <laughs> yeah, because Rick Stevens. So Donkey was like at, at, at one point, <laughs> and Jeff couldn't even get any words in. You know, Donkey and if, Je <laughs> if Donkey was if Donkey was braying and the Jeff would break in. The producers just ripped him a new donk hole, which is what the <laughs> listeners started to call it, an anus. And uh, Rick Stevens and the cat, they tried to change it to the cat and Rick Stevens, but Rick Stevens, A, wouldn't accept that, and finally it came down to the cat deciding. And so Rick Stevens said to the cat, do you want it to be the cat and Rick Stevens? And the cat just wandered out of the room. <laughs> and so they kept it as Rick Stevens and the cat, but Donkey and the Jeff started out with Donkey, and the Jeff just sort of had to play second fiddle to Donkey. 
And it's been a complicated... Um, well, you then know, Donkey went solo. Yeah, Donkey went on the road solo, and the Jeff tried to just kind of break out on his own, and that did not work out. <laughs> but Donkey just wasn't the same without the Jeff, because the Jeff was the main person feeding Donkey. And it, I didn't know that part. I mean, politically, this gets much more complicated, so we don't need to go into it anymore. But for a while, they thought that uh, Donkey and the cat were dating, but that ended up not being the case. One, because it's illegal, and two, because they never were in the same room at all. Uh, but the cat would often wander out of rooms, and Donkey usually stays in the same room because he's tied to the microphone. Uh, it is rumored that Rick Stevens and the Jeff one time had a brief homosexual experience <laughs> in the bathroom of WKGRC, the KRFRGRT. And that was the affiliate in Paris, Texas. Texas. Thanks, guys. Thank you guys very much! for having us. Oh, it's so fun. Thank you, Texas. Thanks for coming to Paris. We're going to be in the lobby. Uh, saying hello to say all hello. you. We'll take some pictures. Or you, can, you guys, give yourselves yeah. a round Thank of applause, so especially the people that are hearing it for the yeah, first we time. It. We love you. We it's love a the strange Odyssey. Thank you so much. We love you. Each and every 12 and a half of you.